It's the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show, hosted by Demiso Josie, Kareem Spence, and Miss Stacy Sanderson Dick. Stay empowered. Stay empowered. Well, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show. I go by the name of Demiso Josie alongside Spence is here. Also, Stacy Sanderson Dick. What's up, guys? Oh, man, life is good. Life is good. Um, we have a full show for everyone today. We got Dr. Kyle in the building. We're going to introduce him in a minute. Um, and then we have some special guests in the building. We got a call in, too, for the first time on our show. Um, and we, we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to talk about, we just came back from Atlanta, the yes. A, the Empowerment Perspective Group. What was your thoughts on that? We were at the Innovative School Summit down there in Atlanta, um, talk, talking about how to reach and teach today's hip-hop generation. What was your thoughts on that? Group? I think you did an outstanding job. I think more importantly that we opened some eyes and um, definitely um, been able to have teachers be able to connect the students a little bit better. Mm. I thought it, I thought the response was, was huge. We had two uh, sessions down there, and um, people were treating us like rock stars. They were taking pictures and everything else. I said, you sure you want to take a picture with me? <laughs> Absolutely. They didn't even ask if I had warrants or nothing. They, just, <laughs> <laughs> they was like, you look petty. We Absolutely. Look, a picture <laughs> of you because you look petty. Um, but we went down there and did that and had a panel discussion as well. Um, I definitely think it's a lane um, that we found uh, for educators um, how to reach and teach today's hip hop generation because it's a you know hip hop is uh, global at this particular point. Absolutely, like we explained to the, the entire group that we, we spoke to that um, hip hop cross all borders. Mm. So every ethnicity, every financial situation, it, it crosses every border, and everyone seems to be liking it. Absolutely. Stacy. how you been? Summer. Been a couple of weeks Yeah, again. summer's in full swing at my house. Ah, you still playing Foursquare? I know. Now it's too hot to go outside unless they can get wet. <laughs> so, like today is the yard sale, and they're, oh, it's so hot. It's too hot. I don't understand that. Like, when we were growing up, we were outside Didn't all matter. the time. Doesn't matter. Huh? Just give them some water. You brought water for us. Right. Give them some oh, water. listen, and everybody needs to drink water. Jack. Absolutely. <laughs> if you follow us on the podcast, you understand why I said that yes. um, I need to drink water. My wife, um, my lovely wife, told me I needed to drink water and go outside mm-hmm. and get some air. But that's, you know, yes. uh, suck it up, buttercup. If you follow us on that um, podcast, you'll mm-hmm. understand the story behind the water. Um, Dr. Kyle is in the building. Yes. How you doing, sir? I'm fantastic. How's everybody doing? All right. So, Dr. Kyle, if you follow us on the podcast, he made an appearance up with our booty yoga uh, episode and he, we've officially tagged him the name dr kyle he's our resident sports expert in the building today yes. yeah that that doctor term as we as we've said and discussed is is uh is extremely uh unwarranted and and and, and while, while flattering I, I can't quite accept it but hey you can call me whatever we've you want given you, I promise i've been called worse we've granted you yes. doctor um from the school of hard knocks absolutely that, that works here. for me absolutely. that works for me i'll I'm expecting my business cards next week. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the mail, apparently. Um, so in our first, one of our first segments we like to do here is, is called Take a Personal. And the title of this Take a Personal is You Can't Do That in a Car. Right? Mm. So listen, I consider myself somewhat of a motivational speaker. I'm not going to say I'm the greatest. I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm just diving into this. But I have something. Every time I go in there and I study um, these, these speakers on, on the Internet and on YouTube and on Facebook and things, um, I have a problem when they record the video from their car. While they're driving? While, While they're yeah, driving as well. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But I've why? seen it a lot. You can't find anywhere else to record your message? Other than inside of a car? I would hope so. You could find somewhere else. That's crazy. So then the other mm. piece I had, I had a um, gentleman applying for a job. And at the top of his resume, he took a picture, a selfie. And guess where that selfie was? Inside of his car. Mm. And he had his sunglasses on his head. Okay. This was, you know, he's applying for a job. So he put this on there. So he walks <laughs> into the interview. Mm-hmm. And guess what he had on top of his head? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so, but my guess is, my question to you guys is this: Should I be taking this personal as somebody that takes motivational speaking serious? Is, is this something I should be taking personal? No, not really, because the way I look at it is that he's a risk taker. What's more riskier than taking a selfie <laughs> driving fifty miles an hour? Well, if you watch that movie, um, Don't Be a Menace, he talked about driving with <laughs> <laughs> while intoxicated, which eyes closed. Yes, because absolutely. It's, it's, about, it's about the same thing to me. We don't recommend that. It's not a good idea to do that. So, Stacey, what do you think? Should I be taking this personal? The, the driving while shooting a video, absolutely. I don't think anybody should be recording something while they're driving because then mm. – you're, you need to be focused on the road and not everything going on around you. And they are looking at the camera. The camera, and that's what I've noticed as well. Um, we are a selfie population now. I, I don't like taking selfies, but I think that's now like the new norm. I don't think it's acceptable for a job application, <laughs> but... My problem is is that you're, if you're really trying to get a, a decent message out there, I'm distracted by the fact that I see the seatbelt going across your, your chest. Like, that bothers me. Dr. Carr, what do you think? Well, from coming from somebody who spends a lot of time in the car... Um, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, sometimes some of your best thoughts are, are, are generated while cruising down the road. Mm. And if you don't have a, uh, a notepad or even a, uh, you know, a recording device. Listen, I it, agree it, with that. It, it, also, it also shows the ability to multitask, which, hey. In, in, uh, in, <laughs> you better hope so everybody else way. can multitask as good as you can. Yeah, and, and, and until we see the, uh, you know, the story, that, uh, which I'm sure there have been, that, that, that proved that this is a bad idea indeed, then... Now let's go for it, right? Listen, I, I completely understand where you're coming from on some level. Because if you see me when I'm driving, you, I'm talking to myself. People will probably think I'm crazy. But I'm smart enough to know that I can record something on this device I have on the phone without, you know, touching it and, and having it in my face. Well, common sense is not so common. We all have to remember that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so I think the message is, it's, it's like, you know, you're sending out the wrong message. You're trying to be empowering to people, but telling them to do the wrong thing at the same time. Risk takers. You have to be a risk taker. This is what we want. We want more hmm. risk takers. So, was you taking a risk when we were down in Atlanta and you got that expensive hotel? No, that's what I like. That was that was not a risk. No free, no free upgrades. That was a really that Listen, was a really good decision. I don't, <laughs> there were no free upgrades on this trip. No, no not at all. Not I, Kareem was being petty, right? So he got booked this hotel before I did, and I was like, I looked at the price. I said, You must be crazy. I'm not staying there. And there's no way. So I stayed maybe a block away, downgraded a little bit. Mm -hmm. and um, I, my, to, I could see him like walking down the street to my hotel absolutely. from my view. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'll say this. My, our, our DJ, I had a DJ in my, my hotel, and it was a lot better than the DJ that you had. In your oh, place. absolutely. Well, they had um, the party the first night we got down there. We mm -hmm. missed because I had to um, get ready for, for the presentation. Mm -hmm. But that was just one night. You just, I mean, you had one good night, but we had several nights. Like We had uh, Love and Hip Hop standing in my building. Oh, yeah, you did. You absolutely did have love and hip hop in your building. <laughs> did they have chicken in there by any chance? Wasn't no chicken. <laughs> no chicken. <laughs> that was, um, it was an awesome trip, though. I yes. didn't get a chance to hang out in Atlanta the way that I wanted to because it was all about business. Um, I do have my daughters in the building right now, so I don't know if they're going to be on today. But my daughters were a little bit mad at me and was like, Daddy, you're going away again, and you're not getting paid for it. What is that about? And it sounded like my wife was trying to prompt them to say that. I think that I don't think that was my wife speaking through my kids. Yeah, yeah that cut deep. That cut me. That hurt. <laughs> it's all good though. Um, so we're about to pay these bills and take a short commercial break. Um, on the other side, we're going to introduce our guest um, that's on today. And um, until after this commercial break, stay in power.
Need pasta? Well, look no further. Conti's Pasta has been cooking up their family's recipes passed down through several generations right here in Vineland. But Conti's Pasta doesn't just sell pasta, they sell frozen pizza, pierogi, pre-cooked entrees perfect for small family dinners or large dinner parties, and have a full production line of gluten-free options. The retail store is open Monday through Saturday, and the website that includes free shipping is open 24-7. For real Italian, homemade pasta, and so much more, think Conti's Pasta. Hi, I'm Gary Monteroso, and I just love the sound of beer being poured into a glass. If you also enjoy a cold brew, then join Tara Nuren and me every week for What's on Tap. We'll bring you tasting reviews, some of the top personalities in the beverage world, and much more. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on 99.9 FM, 1240 AM, and online at snjtoday.com. Escape to Italy, right here in Cumberland County. Mama Maria's on Wheat Road in Buna is ready to serve you. From dinner for two to parties of 80 in their newly added private room, they can certainly serve up some great Italian cooking. Their bread, pasta, and gravy is homemade, and if you have a party of four or more, you get a free bottle of wine. Taste the difference at your original Italian family restaurant. Book your party today at Mama Maria's in Buna. This financial tip, sponsored by Century Savings Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Your credit is a crucial part of ensuring your financial success. It allows you to take out loans for things like a home, a car, or college tuition. Without good credit, getting those loans or even being able to rent or lease an apartment or car can become difficult to impossible, which is why building your credit score is so important. Your credit score allows lenders to numerically judge your credit at any point in time and gauges how likely you are to repay your loan in a timely manner. One of the easiest things you can do to build your credit score is to pay all of your bills on time and to keep balances on your credit cards as low as possible. Avoid opening too many new accounts at one time and keep existing accounts open for as long as you can. Be sure to monitor your credit report annually for errors and discrepancies and you can always consider getting a co-signer to help secure your loan and build up your credit. Rides, games, music, food, crafts, and fun. It's time for the Cumberland County Fair, Tuesday, July 3rd through Saturday, July 7th. The Cumberland County Fair is held at the Cumberland County Fairgrounds on Carmel Road in Millville. The gates open at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, 1 p.m. on Wednesday, 4 p.m. on Thursday and Friday, and 1 p.m. on Saturday. For more information about the Cumberland County Fair, visit www.cumberlandcofair.com or call 856-825-3820. We'll see you at the Cumberland County Fair, Tuesday, July 3rd through Saturday, July 7th. All right, welcome back to the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show. I go by the name of Demiso Josie, host, co-host uh, with Kareem Spence and Stacey Sanderson-Dick. Now, on the previous show that we had, um, our guest, the first guest that we had on, you kind of just randomly ran into these people, Kareem. And, yes. Um, you know, the chicken story and the... Um, your car, I guess, is what <laughs> drew these people into us. But we ended up yes. developing or in the process of developing a great relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You have reached out to um, the gentleman that we have on today. Um, was that by chance, design, or were you being petty again? No, th- this was actually by design. So um, not too long ago, I was invited to another radio studio. And when I got there, I, I met two awesome gentlemen. And these guys are just phenomenal. They're like the dynamic duo. Um, 
This is Donald Campbell and Unk. Welcome to the show, welcome, guys. Welcome. Hi. Um, and, Hi, everybody. Yes, Hello. and Donald's here from the, the Atlantic Center for, for Independent Living. So, um, Donald, there's something, there's something special about you that not many people, you know, who really are not watching us on Facebook Live have the opportunity to know. So can, can, you, can you share with us your story? Sure. My name is Donald Campbell. I'm the executive director of the Atlantic Center for Independent Living. We're a support center for people with disabilities. I grew up in Atlantic County, New Jersey. I have cerebral palsy. I was born with cerebral palsy. I uh, went to uh, Stockton where I got my bachelor's in political science. Then I went to Delaware Law School where I got my law degree. Then I passed the bar and then I, I was interested in disability law and education law and uh, really advocacy and also a little bit of, a little bit of uh, politics. And I got this great opportunity to be the executive director of the Atlantic Center where we help all people with disabilities. Um, and thanks to my uncle who's here, he, my uncle Chris, he was a big help to me. He, he helps uh, get me places, he helps keep the house organized, he helps do a bunch of stuff. So um, I wouldn't know what to do without him. So and I also got you the job where you're at. Yeah, and, he also, <laughs> and he also helped me get the job. And he also helped me get the job. And, and law school. And law school. Just sitting in the car. And, and you know. Internships, two states. Remember that? I had to drive you there and then drive you back you, to school. Yeah. That. He did that. I, of course, did the things like get the grades and pass the bar thing. Small little things. Small little things. But yes, uh, we're a great team. Um, can you help me out? Please, yeah. I, I need some help too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We should start advertising his service. Be the traveling executive assistant. I'm doing this thing called a dissertation. I need some help. Okay, yeah. right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll say every once in a while I need to go pick up some chicken. I'll need you to come give me some chicken. <laughs> chicken. Yeah, we're gonna call you the chicken king. Absolutely. <laughs> So, okay. so, so Donald, you, you talked about you had this, this purpose of wanting to, to help those that are, are going through, you know, certain types of disabilities. Can yes. you expand on disabilities that you, that I, you I just want to help people with disabilities live as independently as they choose. I want them to have uh, the opportunity to go for whatever their dreams are, no matter how big or small they are. And that's something we do at the Atlantic Center. We help support people, get resources. We advocate for them. We help them develop life skills. And we just help them move on to whatever stage of their life they want to move on to and develop that sense of control and that they're in control of their own destiny. Mm -hmm. What kind of life skills um, do you guys develop? We, we could do anything like organization, fiscal management, conflict resolution, um, interview skills, any big or small cooking, uh, kitchen skills. We have people on staff that uh, assist with that. It can be anything big or small, and it's mm -hmm. all about that person's needs. Mm -hmm. Was this the, when you were going through your education, did, was this the, the end goal for you or was this uh, kind of... Yes, kind of I wanted to end up in, I wanted to end up helping people with disabilities in some form or fashion and I hope to continue to do that in whatever form or fashion, whatever that, whether that's law or later government or later or another nonprofit, it, you know, whatever the next stage is, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to doing. And, uh, but as long as I'm in this world, you know, helping people the best I can, uh, accomplish their dreams. I'm mm -hmm. happy. So the, your your business that you run now is is a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. Uh, Centers for Independent Living exi it exists nationwide. They're in mm -hmm. every 
uh, pretty much every county uh, of the state. So even if you're, I'm, I'm based in Atlanta County, mine serves Atlanta County, the state mandates that you serve certain areas. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a different county or in a different state, uh, look it up, just look up Centers for Independent Living in whatever state you are or whatever uh, county you are and it pops up. Um, because, uh, they're all based on that same philosophy of self-determination. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about your, your organization and how you formed your organization? So um, the, uh, the Mental Health Association in Atlanta County got a grant from the state to open a center for independent living. Mm. Then we became, then they hired a staff and hired me. Now we're kind of branching off and becoming our own standalone agency. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that's the next phase of where we are. And uh, that's where we are. What about those that work with you? Uh, so we have a a a, uh, a pretty small staff of um, of about five. We're growing. We're going to add a few more. Um, um, and uh, what's unique about our staff is that we're mandated to have at least fifty one percent of our staff have a disability. Mm -hmm. So um, I have cerebral palsy. There's a, another member of the staff who has a disability, and. Um, I think that's unique because a lot of nonprofits you go to that assist disabilities, they don't have people mm -hmm. on staff in decision-making roles with disability mm -hmm. too often. So you're getting support and and a little bit of encouragement from people who actually know what it's like to live with a disability, which is different and I think a strength of our organization. Mm -hmm. As if someone wants to you know, donate to the cause of the nonprofit or to help out and assist, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, you can go to my website if you're in my area, where AtlanticStill.org, or just if that's not popping up for whatever reason, just Google Atlantic Center for Independent Living, and we pop right up. Um, you could go uh, on this if you're in a different area of the state. You just uh, look up New Jersey Centers for Independent Living, and all the the centers will pop up. It's we're pretty Googleable. <laughs> Googleable. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that. that. I'm, I'm writing this down. Write that down. This is yeah, you better, you better copyright that one. <laughs> Googleable. I'm trying to figure out how to spell that one. Googleable. All right. That's that's, that's awesome. Um, I, I want to talk about a little bit more about like brain injuries because I know that um, that is something that is really occurring a lot, especially in the summer months with people yes. like to ride around in their jeeps with no doors on. Yes. <laughs> or trying to film a trying to film yes, a motivational exactly. speaker video <laughs> with a car. Yes, exactly. That can cause traumatic yes. brain injury. Yes. But yeah, so I I often work with people with traumatic brain injury and it is it's such a unique uh situation because these are people who live uh quote unquote normal lives until something happens and then, you know, their life gets changed and it uh and it really affects them and you have to kind of reassess and um there are a lot of resources out there. Luckily, New Jersey's lucky. There's the Traumatic Brain Injury Fund, which will give you funding for you know to get a bunch of of resources you need. And there's there are organizations out there specifically for traumatic brain injury that will help. And that's where Centers for Independent Living come in. It's really connecting you with all these resources. So you get con you get a traumatic brain injury, and a lot of people are like, I, I'm just trying to get through the day. Where do I go? What do I do? And we're kind of that ground floor of we're, okay, here's where you are, here's your new life, and let's try to connect you to some resources. Mm -hmm. Got you. Uh, what kind of level, when we're talking about traumatic brain injury, like what kind of level, because I'm kind of tying this into sports a little bit, I want to bring Dr. Kyle into this, um, in terms of the, the concussions that we're seeing at, on, our, on our, our schools and things. Are you dealing with those, or are these like major, major brain? These are major, 
pretty much major injuries. I've dealt with people who've been in accidents. I've dealt with people who fell. Um, you know, I've seen that. I haven't seen too many. Um, I haven't seen any, quite frankly. I, you know, they used to play sports or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I know that's, you know, a new concern uh, with sports as we learn more about the effects of concussions. Got gotcha. I want to stay there real quick. And, and Dr. Kyle, I want you to jump in a little bit. Just in terms of when you played ball, I mean, we talked about this on mm -hmm. a previous podcast. Um, and I know when I played, I didn't see as many cases of, you know, concussions. It, got your bell rung. You got your bell mm -hmm. rung. And uh, you kind of went back out there and um, it continued to play. Um, do you think there is a, I guess, more cases today than when you were playing back in the day? Well, I mean, it's it really, it's a loaded question. Uh, do I think that it's more prevalent now? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, people are bigger, stronger, faster than they ever have been right now in, in all sport. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just football. No right. matter no matter what you're doing, you're seeing that. Um, but at the same time, equipment is better than, than it ever has been before in the true. past. I mean, you got to figure when, when football first was invented, you know, people were dying. Mm. Nobody talks health. about that. Mm -hmm. People true. were dying. Um, so how many concussions went, you know, undocumented throughout all the years? I think it's just now with, with technology and, and with, with really the microscope on mm. sport and, and really the, the head injuries associated with it now, yeah. people are just talking about it a lot more. Yeah, but, I mean, I, it's nothing new. Right. And these coaches definitely are treating it different. I remember playing midget football. Actually, we were playing Bridgeton. Uh, and it, you were in this area, and I, I caught the ball on a kickoff, and my, my friends didn't block for me. Mm. And I got hit by two guys at the same time. Sure, you just didn't go the wrong way? No, definitely. <laughs> After I got hit and woke up, I was going the wrong way. Uh, I remember the coach coming on the field with that smelling salt, and he kind of <laughs> woke me up. And then he, he told me, you know, sit out for the kickoff or whatever, and he put me right back in. I was completely messed up. I was in la-la land like, for, for at least a couple of days. But uh, so these coaches are definitely, um, you know, a little bit more aware about the situations and, and really are really careful about it. But the equipment does help. Um, and, you know, everyone being educated on, on those brain injuries. Is, that's is, is that's the key. That mm -hmm. is the key. Is, I mean, it's it's all out there for everybody now mm -hmm. at this point. There's there's no hiding from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what league or what sport. It It's out there and, and more and more research is being done on it. Mm -hmm. You know, every time something pops up. I mm -hmm. saw a study yesterday that uh, there was a 111 um, ex-NFL players who, I guess, passed away and had their brains scanned. 110 of the 111 had some form mm. of CTE. Wow. Yeah. So you got to figure out how many other people are out there that, that, that have it or are suffering from some, right. you know, something maybe, from it, and, and you don't even know. Maybe that's what's wrong with me. I might have CTE. Now, Stacey, you have kids, and they're involved in sports and things. How concerned are you with, you know, brain injury? Concerned. They don't really play a lot of contact sports for right now. Well, basketball is getting mm -hmm. more prevalent in our house. But um, I haven't really had to deal with it yet. But I do know kids in school that have been out because they've gotten hurt, whether in soccer or football. Um, and then they come back and there's limited reading. There's limited things that they can do until they've been cleared by the doctor. And mm -hmm. I think it's good that they're taking steps because I watch football. Mm -hmm. And you see those players when they get their bell wrong. They want to go back in. They get mad when their helmet's taken mm -hmm. away from them and they have to go in the tent. Who, didn't somebody kick the tent over last year mm. or something? Or I mean, they get <laughs> mad. They want to go yeah. back in, and it's for their best interest, but they don't want to hear it. I guess making that kind of money, you're, right. you're, well, the, you want to go back in. but The in-game testing for it, too, is, is like it, it, it never was before. I mean, I don't even remember when I was playing, which wasn't too long ago, the, the concussion protocol, if you will. I mean, if you really wanted to pass it, you could pass, you could it. pass it. Yeah. Right. Nowadays, they can tell. I mean, yeah. they can they can call it out from a mile away, which is which is good. I mean, right. that proactive 
right. I'm pretty sure the coach just told me, look at my eyes, and he was like, How oh, many you're, fingers? You're right, yeah. you're good. <laughs> Put me back in there. That's funny. Um, I want to go back to you, Donald, about your, your work that you're doing. Um, so if I had someone that needed to use your services, how do we, how do we go about making it? Okay, happen? so you would just come into the center and um, make an appointment, or you can call better probably to call ahead and make an appointment and you would just meet with us you don't have what's great about us is you don't have to bring any documentation to prove you have a disability to work with us um it's no cost so we have a real low barrier of entry you can just come in and be like uh i think i need help and we'll do the best we can to help you so um it's really easy access so don't be intimidated if you see if you're in Atlanta County and see my Center for Independent Living or you see another Center for Independent Living, mm-hmm. just to go in and ask questions awesome. or just to sign up. Right. You know, all you have to say is I have a disability. I think I have blank. Mm-hmm. And it could be any disability. It, can, it doesn't have to be a physical disability. It doesn't have to be a well-known disability. You can say I have severe anxiety. I have depression. And mm-hmm. that, that counts, too. So. Well, we definitely appreciate the work that you're doing down there. We definitely appreciate having you on the show today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, making your way all the way out here um, in Millville. Um, so give that address and website again and wave your contact so information. So we're org, and our phone number is 609-748-2253. That's 609-748-2253. And don't hesitate to call. Oh, oh, and our address. See, this is what my uncle's good at. He remembers that. <laughs> and our address is 4 East Jimmy Leeds Road, Galloway, uh, New Jersey. Mm. Awesome. And we'll also put a link up on our uh, empowermentperspective.com page so you can get in contact um, if you are interested in doing that. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break shortly. Um, we have, based upon our last podcast, we had the... Uh, uh, pastor on and we were talking about how we're going to do some job training and things for the people that were um in this area uh, we actually have somebody on that's going to be on the line after this commercial break on how to um he actually got jobs correct absolutely absolutely so um as we told pastor robinson we're going to do our very best to be able to support the community um so i reached out to a good friend of mine and um he has some really good information all right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and on, on, on the flip side, we'll have that information for you guys. Um, until after this break, stay in power. Right. Games, music, food, crafts, and fun. It's time for the Cumberland County Fair, Tuesday, July 3rd through Saturday, July 7th. The Cumberland County Fair is held at the Cumberland County Fairgrounds on Carmel Road in Millville. The gates open at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, 1 p.m. on Wednesday, 4 p.m. on Thursday and Friday, and 1 p.m. on Saturday. For more information about the Cumberland County Fair, visit www.cumberlandcofair.com or call 856-825-3820. We'll see you at the Cumberland Cumberland County Fair, Tuesday, July 3rd through Saturday, July 7th. When your home needs a new floor, trust Highland Carpet to do the job right. Highland Carpet's professional installers will install the best name brand carpets, hardwood, laminate, or luxury vinyl planking at a great cost. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit our showroom, our website, or call today to see what Highland Carpet has to offer you. Highland Carpet, we take pride in what we do so that you can take pride in your home. Visit highlandcarpet.com or call 856-697-3366. A Healthier You is brought to you by Inspira Health Network, inspiring medicine. Hi, I'm Ayla Gentiletti, your nutrition expert. 
Oftentimes when individuals set out to lose weight, they rely on willpower and positive affirmations to guide them through. However, research from Drexel University suggests that in order to improve self-control when dieting, maybe we need to call it what it is, difficult. Painting a more realistic picture of the challenges that come with weight loss led to better health outcomes for patients who were given this type of behavioral therapy. What would be more motivating? Hearing your soccer coach say, this team is nothing, you got this, or this team is tough. We're going to have to put up a fight, but I'm confident we are capable of winning. Patients also use realistic thinking to pinpoint their biggest environmental challenges and change them. Willpower is only so strong against salty, sugary snacks, but if you remove them from your pantry, they become easier to avoid. A Healthier You is brought to you by Inspira Health Network, inspiring medicine. SNJ Today's Adoptable Pet of the Week is Tank, brought to you by Brewster Fine Wines and Liquors, family owned and operated with reasonable prices and friendly service. Tank is a black and brown Labrador retriever mix with a love for the great outdoors. He's seven years young, full of life, and has an insatiable taste for adventure. Tank will do well in a home with kids of any age, and he's looking for a family to call his own. Learn how you can score a meet and greet with Tank by finding SNJ Today on Pinterest or by contacting the Animal Welfare Association at awanj.org. Tank is this week's adoptable pet on SNJ Today. Millville Savings now has a special offer to help potential homeowners save $1,000 on home mortgages. That's right. Save $1,000 on closing costs on new loans from Millville Savings. But don't wait. Now's the time to get that new home you've been dreaming of. So if you're tired of the big banks, go small. Visit millvillesavings.com or call for more information. Millville Savings. Small but strong. Restrictions apply. Subject to credit approval. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. A Healthier You is brought to you by Inspira Health Network. Inspiring medicine. Hi, I'm Ayla Gentiletti, your nutrition expert. Oftentimes when individuals set out to lose weight, they rely on willpower and positive affirmations to guide them through. However, research from Drexel University suggests that in order to improve self-control when dieting, maybe we need to call it what it is, difficult. Painting a more realistic picture of the challenges that come with weight loss led to better health outcomes for patients who were given this type of behavioral therapy. What would be more motivating? Hearing your soccer coach say, this team is nothing, you got this, or this team is tough. We're going to have to put up a fight, but I'm confident we are capable of winning. Patients also use realistic thinking to pinpoint their biggest environmental challenges and change them. Willpower is only so strong against salty, sugary snacks, but if you remove them from your pantry, they become easier to avoid. A Healthier You is brought to you by Inspira Health Network, inspiring medicine. Hi, I'm Gary Monterosso, and I just love the sound of beer being poured into a glass. If you also enjoy a cold brew, then join Tara Nuren and me every week for What's on Tap. We'll bring you tasting reviews, some of the top personalities in the beverage world, and much more. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on 99.9 FM, 1240 AM, and online at snjtoday.com. SNJ Today's Adoptable Pet of the Week is Tank, brought to you by Brewster Fine Wines and Liquors, family owned and operated with reasonable prices and friendly service. Tank is a black and brown Labrador retriever mix with a love for the great outdoors. He's seven years young, full of life, and has an insatiable taste for adventure. Tank will do well in a home with kids of any age, and he's looking for a family to call his own. Learn how you can score a meet and greet with Tank by finding SNJ Today on Pinterest 
or by contacting the Animal Welfare Association at awanj.org. Tank is this week's adoptable pet on SNJ Today. All right, welcome back to the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show. As we mentioned uh, last episode, um, we are about um, empowering the community, empowering people, and celebrating educators of all shapes, forms, and fashions. Um, so we are in Cumberland County. We're going to put our, our stamp in Cumberland County and the surrounding counties um, and, and make sure that we can bring some opportunities to the people and our listeners and our followers. Uh, for those of you who are following us on um, our podcast and on, on our, all our social media outlets, um, don't worry, we're coming to a city near you soon. We just left Atlanta. Um, we did Orlando, Chicago, Pittsburgh, so we're making our rounds, but we definitely want to make sure we put our stamp on South Jersey because that's where we're from. So, um, Mr. Spence, you had uh, reached out to some, some people that had some work uh, for some people in the area. Yes, yes. Uh, I've realized I have a lot of friends. So um, when we had a conversation with, with Pastor Robinson, you know, I reached out to another one of my friends, and, and this guy is, he wears so many hats. He pastor, mentor, job recruiter, and, and a good friend of mine. Um, so um, Pastor Ragnar, are you there, sir? I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We had him on a podcast previously, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he went in, and I don't know. The pastor, did you accept your pettiness? Did we talk about that? You being petty? Say it again. I'm I said, sorry. Did, did we, did we um, talk about you being petty, or we didn't go there with you? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We did. We went down that road. We did. Uh, okay. I'm still traumatized. I'm still traumatized from that. <laughs> but my therapist is doing a good job. Okay. It's good. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. to him. How are you? How you doing? How's everybody? Everybody's well, man. Can't can't complain at all. Um, so. Kareem said that you have some information that you're you're willing to share for for our listeners out here in um in, in South Jersey. Sure, absolutely. Well, I'm from the Atlantic County, and so those who are familiar with the status in our area, we lost 8,500 jobs, hmm. and so I'm I'm thankful and grateful to report that 6,000 of those jobs were recently. Um, brought back online so which is good Mm. but of course but of course it's going to take a few years to increase the morale and um and to bring more jobs so in lieu of all of those things that happened i decided through the grace of god to make myself available as if i really had more disposable time (laughs) but i figure instead of just preaching from the platform why don't i just put my actions and intuition and connections to work to find and help folks find jobs. Mm. So what I did was, thank you, so what I did was I partnered with on-time staffing, on-time staffing, and my email address, I want to get these housekeeping items out of the way, my email address is kraglan, R-A-G-L-A-N-D, at ontimestaffing.com. Ontime Staffing currently has uh, anywhere between 80 to 150 jobs available to date. And so I'm working both the Atlantic County, Cumberland County, and Philadelphia. Well, because Philadelphia has 1.5 million people and the recidivism rate, they're sixth largest city, so they, the recidivism rate is very, very high. So I'm currently working with the reentry programs in Philadelphia to try to help those 
who were uh, who were just released to find the job. Mm-hmm. So in addition to that, we're trying to identify as many second chance employers as possible mm-hmm. so that we can help those who are recently incarcerated come out and find work because we know the frustration and the traps and snares that many young men and women fall into is because of the lack of opportunity. And so what I decided to do through the grace of God was to throw my hat in the ring to try to help out as many people as I could who fit the bill. Mm-hmm. So there are many who are doing very well. There are many middle-of-the-road people who are finding their way. But there are a lot of people who are disconnected as a result of not having the proper support system. So as a clergy who is eclectic, I knew that I could get out there and try to get into some of those crevices and places where nobody are willing to go because it's just, it's in our wheelhouse, it's in our nature to do it, it's the calling on our lives. So I'm currently collaborating and helping on-time staffing. Okay. My phone number, my, my business number is 605-6152. That's 609 609- Six zero five, sixty one fifty two. Let me say it one more time. Six zero nine, six zero five, sixty one fifty two. And I'm not trying to be facetious, but in public speaking, they said, "Tell them what you what you're going to tell them. Tell them again, and then tell them again." So that's why I did it three times. Are you are you driving with a seatbelt across you right now? I am. I am. I am. I am. I'm actually on my way to the Bronx, to a cemetery in the Bronx. My my wife found her great-grandfather's grave, and so we're going to go, and she's going to take some pictures, so we're excited about that. And so, But, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got my eyes on the road, and I got my seatbelt on, and so my cognitive thinking is way up. I'm paying attention. I, got, I have to preach tomorrow. I can't get in an accident. I got so what kind of um, – just give us a little sample of the jobs that they're they're hiring currently for Okay, so right now in Millville, there is a bakery. So there are bakery jobs available in a bakery, so you have to be able to contend with the heat. Mm. Then in Swedesboro, I can give you more details on that in a few moments, in Swedesboro and Glassboro is what you call Ready Pack. Mm. One is Ready Pack and the other is Taylor Farms. Now, let me tell you what that client does. That client provides Walmart, Wawa and other places like it with free packaged fruit and salad. So when you go into McDonald's, those prepackaged, or Wawa pre-cleaned and prepackaged, that's what they do in Swedesboro and in Glassboro. Hmm. So that's that we have about a hundred and jobs there. Then there is a fourth location, which is in Millville. We have 25 forklift jobs. Okay. Um, we, we definitely appreciate your um, your efforts and the things that you're doing um, out in the various communities. Um, we're definitely going to put up your information on our website, uh, theempowermentperspective.com, so you can find um, Pastor Raglan's phone number and, and contact information um, and on-time uh, staffing stuff on there as well. Um, that is theempowermentperspective.com. Yeah. One other thing, Pastor, before we let you go, um, we're going to try to create some type of job fair. So we just want to know whether or not if you're in. You know, I always ask you on, on the spot whether or not if I can get you to participate in something. 
Are, are you in? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. They say, well, why do you welcome all? I said, because um, somebody has to, one, and I know there are many out there, many pastors, many nonprofits. And I want to say that Philly is doing a stupendous job with their reentry programs. Now, their back is up against the wall. But I, I told a gentleman yesterday, he said, are you in? It's interesting that you would pose that question. And I tell them, save the pitch for everybody else. I don't need a pitch. <laughs> it's going to help people. Let's make it happen. Hmm. Let's make it happen. Awesome. Let's make it happen. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for calling in. And listen, nope. be safe out there traveling. Keep yes. your eyes on the road. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Anytime. Stop leaving me outside the house. Bring me in the house, y'all. Help, help me out. Y'all know I got to talk. I got to do. I got to help somebody. So I'll see you later. God bless. God thank you. bless. Yep, yep, yep. That was Pastor Raglan um, out there um, giving people jobs. Again, what we're mm -hmm. about here at the Empowerment Perspective Group and radio show is providing opportunities for people and empowering people in any way that we possibly can. Um, speaking of jobs, um, this this young gentleman, I'm going to say, um, used to work with me down in, in Egg Harbor Township. Um, he he is, uh, took his wisdom elsewhere and um, has moved on and left me in that building by myself. A very good friend of mine, and I'm sure you're going to uh, recognize this voice. So um, I'd like to welcome a good friend of mine, Gary Monteroso, on the show. How you doing, sir? Well, Denise, so first you said young man. I was looking around the studio to see who walked in. You? I thought I got fired. I, thought... <laughs> <laughs> I got fired in the summer. Anytime I could spend time with you and uh, Kareem is great. Awesome, I love it. Man. Thanks for awesome. inviting me. Well, listen, I just wanted to return the favor because you had us on your show once on tap yes. uh, several times and um, promoted the book and all of those things. Uh, so just wanted to uh, give you some you know, payback and <laughs> make some fun of you on, on the radio. It's, like, let people really know who you are. Well, you, you made fun of me when I was teaching, so you might as well do it here. Absolutely. And, uh, so absolutely, it's okay. Absolutely. So you have a show, What's on Tap? And, yeah. and, and this is the thing. Listen. Uh, you're, you're, I'm gonna call you a beer expert, right? Mm. And I sometimes drink beer, and I get this gut. How is it possible <laughs> <laughs> that you still look the way you do, and you're an expert? In it? Four days a week in the gym don't hurt. I'll tell you that. Mm. That's that's one thing. And, and there's a misconception that because I'm a so-called beer critic, if mm. you will, that I'm drinking to excess, and I'm not. Mm. I really am not. I, most of you people probably drink more than I do. As a matter of fact. Mm. If I drink the equivalent of maybe three to four bottles of beer a week, that's wow. a lot for me. That's impressive. So you it just really push is. it in your mouth and spit it out like they did, like the wine? I tore it. Well, I, no, no, no. Remember, wine drinker, spit, beer drinker, swallow. Just re remember that. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Uh, You're going to get us kicked off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But to be a bit serious, if, mm -hmm. if I may, to, to evaluate any beverage, you don't need a full bottle. Gotcha. In fact, I toured with... A fellow by the name of Michael Jackson, please don't get confused, this was the number one beer writer in the world from England. Uh. And he actually, I, I can jokingly say, wrote the book <laughs> on craft beer. But I toured with him for several years when he came to the States, to this part of the country from England. Mm. And he spent a night at my house. And I recall on a Tuesday morning him sitting at my kitchen table in his T-shirt with a slew of beers in front of him saying to me, Gary, I'm going to take you to school now. I'm going to teach you a little bit about beer. Mm. And as we did the evaluative tasting, again, we maybe consumed two to four ounces, and that, and that was it. That's amazing. So what do you do to evaluate any beverage? I mean, it's the eye, certainly. Mm -hmm. What does it look like? Uh, any aroma? Mm. And, of course, you take a couple sips of it, and you can pretty much evaluate it that, that way. It sounds like dating to me. <laughs> <laughs> you take a couple sips of that? Too. <laughs> 
just messing with you. Right. Uh, but I asked you to come on the show to uh, talk about summer events. The summertime going on um, right now is hot outside. It's like mm. 5,000 degrees outside. We need Nor'easter Nick to, to cool out the weather for us yeah. a little bit. Um, but um, anything exciting coming up in, in, in terms of events in the area? I tried to zero in on things that are happening in the southern part of the state. And what we're starting to see over the last couple of years now are pop-up events. Mm. We have pop-up food events, certainly, mm. and they're pretty hot and still exist. But now we're seeing pop-up little mini beer fests. Mm. And I think the number one area in the state that's really involved with that is Cape May. Really? Coincidentally, yes. Because we have, you know, we, Doc, we were talking a little bit prior, but there's so many breweries springing up now in the southern part of the state, and especially in Cape May County. There are 90 breweries in the state of New Jersey. Wow. When I started doing this stuff back in um, 83, I believe it was. No, 93. Here I am adding another decade. <laughs> uh, there were maybe six or seven beers in the state, and now mm. they've just, uh, breweries in the state, they've just absolutely taken off. Taken off yeah. So with that are come, come ancillary events. Mm. Yes, beer festivals are huge. Philadelphia does a, a slew of them. There's mm. so many of them all over. But here in the south, uh, at the Cape May Point, at the Lighthouse, mm -hmm. they're doing a pop-up event sponsored by Cape May Brewery on July 12th. Mm. So that's coming down, and that's from 4 to 9 p.m., and they'll repeat it in August mm. on the 23rd. So there's music, there's food, uh, all kinds of things going on, but it's sponsored by Cape May Brewery and, of course, Mid-Atlantic Center for the Arts, which is the arm, I guess, if you will, that handles some of the cultural events coming into that, that part of, the, of town. Also, uh, again, staying in Cape May at the Emlyn Physic Estate, they do beer events, which are now becoming very, very successful. They started with a minimum amount of publicity, hmm. but they're kind of taken off. That's really huge. I'm also very happy to be involved with an event in Pittman. Now, Pittman is a, quote, dry town, mm -hmm. right? Or at least it was a dry it town, was, right? Right, right? It was. And there was a time not that many years ago when breweries were the, the redheaded stepchild. Mm. You didn't want them to come into your community because it was thought that they would bring a bad element. Well, guess what? It doesn't. Mm. Breweries bring in a good element of people, people who are there for one common interest right. because they love craft beer. So now Pittman does have breweries, and they're starting their first beer fest this summer. That's August 18th, Summer Swelter Craft Beer Fest. Go to UptownPittman.com. Dot com, mm. And if you listen to What's on Tap coming up after this show at 1 o'clock, <laughs> I'm giving away two tickets. Oh, $80 wow. value for that. And uh, being Italian-American, if you cut me a check, we could maybe rearrange things a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said pop-up event. Now, what does that mean? Because to me, that sounds like a surprise. But obviously, you've got to market those things. You've got to market it, yes, exactly. And in terms of uh, when we say pop-up event, it's a limited number of breweries, in this case, only one. Mm at a location that would not be likely to do it again. So it's not held in a, in a brewery, it's not held in a bar, not held in a hall. Mm. But in this case, it's an outdoor venue. Mm. Um, you yeah. see them in Philly. Some of the dining events in Philly may just pop up on a street right. in town. Listen, the Empowerment Perspective Group might just pop up somewhere. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're definitely going to pop up somewhere. Pop well, I mean, up. you guys are all over the country. I mean, you're telling me all the cities that you're in. I'm, I'm in Vineland, Millville, Bridgeton. I think I'm going to hit up Deerfield next week. You know, <laughs> that's about it for us. So no we only people. hope to be <laughs> where, where you guys it's are. It's really interesting that you should say that because on our podcast, um, New Jersey obviously is our highest uh, downloaded market, but California just snuck up as number two. And I'm like, mm. and Kareem was like, you know anybody in California? I was like, I know like one or two people, but we literally, since this radio show um, aired, we literally got like 100 downloads from California mm -hmm. in itself. So our, our market is growing The beauty part of doing a show like this or a podcast is that you can mirror who your listeners or viewers 
are. Mm. That's a beautiful thing, and I love it. You know, when I we started doing this radio show what three and a half years ago, then as you know, we spun off the TV mm-hmm. for 150 episodes. Now we're back on radio, but. When I also turned the feed into a podcast, mm-hmm. I was able through my analytics to see who exactly these people are and where they're listening. And mm-hmm. it's wild. It's crazy. Listeners from Japan. Yeah. Listeners. <laughs> I have a following of punk bands in England. Oh. And wow. God knows why. <laughs> Sounds like you need a road trip. You know, no, exactly. <laughs> right. right. I think one latches on to and then the others just tie yeah, into yeah, that yeah. as well. But That's awesome. I mean, it's cool. I mean, we try to research, we're trying to promote Southern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, breweries, let's say Del- Delaware Valley, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're open to bringing on on national right. names as well. And I do want to say this, if I can. Yeah, uh, I like to go against the grain. I guess it's probably my old hippie days back in the sixties, <laughs> but I like to bend the rules a little bit. Right. Uh, when you think of um, an American brewer, you usually think of a white bearded male, mm. as opposed to a white bearded female. No, <laughs> it's a white bearded male. We made a definite effort to shake that up a bit, mm. and I've had. But I'm looking at the analytics, 45% of my guests have been non-white males. Mm. And I'm going to continue to do that. And next week's show, if you listen to next week's show on July 7th, we're doing a show on diversity. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to be bringing in people to talk about the, the lack of, of, let's say, female brewers mm. or non-white brewers. Mm. And what can be done to attract those segments into the, into the beer uh, uh, yeah. arena, so to speak. So we have some very key nationally known guests coming on. And we're also going to talk to Barbie Marshall. You know Barbie, yes, my Barbie, friend yes. from Hell's Kitchen, and talk about what it's like in the culinary world. Mm. Is, it a, is it a male-dominated field? You know, mm. How difficult is it? You, know, you never think of no. a male being the main chef, but right. it, he is. I mean, it, it's guys that are re- basically running a lot, of, a lot of the top kitchens around mm. the country. Really interesting. And I want to get her perspective on that as well. So I think it's going to be a powerful show. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Definitely oh, tune into that. We're going to definitely that. do that. Um, so, Stacy, we're, we're going to have a pop-up event at your house. That's so fine. as long as you know, <laughs> That's uh, we're going to have a pop-up event. I'll bring the beer. Sounds <laughs> good. Gary will bring the beer. <laughs> we need fresh four squares. So we can, four, <laughs> I, can oh, I can yeah. get the four square court ready. You got this four square court <laughs> <laughs> ready. So um, off air, I heard you and Dr. Kyle talking about the Yankees and, and, and sports and things <laughs> of that nature. So for people that do follow us, yeah. I, Gary is a huge Yankees fan, mm-hmm. um, and I, did they who did they play last night? Boston Red Sox. Uh, I guess that's an important game to the Yankees or something. It's an important game to both teams, uh, absolutely, because I think those two are going to go down to the wire. What do you think, Doc? That's, that's about the only division in the American League right now that's still a race. Well, so, you got yeah. you got teams playing six fifty baseball, which is insane. Mm. That's well, I mean, both of those lineups are absolutely loaded. So what, what's what's going to be interesting is to see what those two teams do over the next couple of weeks. In terms of closer to the trade bolstering the the, yeah. team, the rosters, where, right? Where, exactly. Where do they want to invest? Mm. At Absolutely. This point, I mean, it could be one move could make a difference between separating Correct. one of those two from the other. So. Correct. And, and you don't want you don't want to play in that wild card game. No. That, that one and done is well, a, how do you a feel scary about thought. that? I'm going to throw it to you guys because mm. we're all in the sports. You know, in baseball, you play a 162 game schedule, and it can come down to one, game. one game. I love it. Mm. It's football. I don't. I don't. I don't love that at all. Well, <laughs> I mean, typically what happens is that you have to throw your best arm. Yeah. And, well, and, yeah. And then you, you go do. right into a series, and, and you have to wait five days for your best arm to come back. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. So. I don't know how I feel about it. The season's way too long, number one. It's, it's way too long. Because I, I, I stopped paying attention maybe for a month and a half because it's just too boring. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you know, October and September it starts to ramp back up. So, um, I don't know. I'm a fan of the one and done. The, the, the problem with it is, too, with the season is, I mean, nowadays there is parity, mm. but you're either good and, and a contender or you're really bad. There's, there's, there's very few mediocre ball clubs anywhere in the league anymore. Mm. 
a lot of it has to do with free agency and the money that's being True. thrown around. But you know, that when you play that many games, and if you have a division that has one team that's far and above better than everybody else, mm. and then four other teams that flat out stink, mm. that makes for a long summer. And that's what's <laughs> happening now in baseball. You're seeing some of the bottom dwellers who are going to be selling off some of their assets, like the Baltimore Orioles with mm. Machado. You know, he's going to go, and how many? What, what kind of talent? Is he, is he going to return? Yeah, well, he, you know. he apparently wants to go to L.A., just like everybody else. No, we're talking we're basketball. Speaking about so. L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about L.A. Right? We're back. Now, Stacey, Segment, yeah. Stacey you are a, a, a Sixers fan, correct? I'm, ter- I'm jumping on the bandwagon, yes. Oh, no, you, have, you my, are a Sixers I'm a, fan. I will never not rooting for a Philadelphia team. So uh, I'm before, I like them. it. So do you think that LeBron would be a good fit in Philadelphia? I, I kind of like the homegrown idea. Let them do it on their own. You think this group of kids will be able to win a, a championship? I think so. Mm. Maybe not yet. Dr. Kyle shaking his head. I wouldn't mind seeing him come here, but I like the homegrown idea. I like to see that we don't need a big star, but that looks like the NBA is going crazy with say, making these mega super teams mm. where it's really only going to be about three or four teams that can contend all year. I have a theory. They need to get rid of, like, five franchises. It's, it's, too, it's too, like, you know, your smaller market. Charlotte can go. They can get mm. out of here. Uh, Minnesota's coming up, so maybe they can stick around, but... Phoenix, get rid of them. And then you're going to have, you know, you'll have a... The Nets. Right. <laughs> Do they still play? Oh. Wasn't that long Phoenix was a powerhouse, though, a few years ago? Yeah, Charles Barkley. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, they'll be back. They had a number one back, so they'll be back. Very interesting. So, um, before we get out of here, we definitely, I know we have a couple more minutes left, but we have a tradition on this show to find out if people are petty yes. on this particular show. So, um we're going to start with, with Dr. Kyle. And I know we had this conversation before, but are you have you embraced your pettiness since the last time we talked? I've thought long and hard about about this exact topic, you know, since the last time I was asked this question, which was the first time I was ever asked this question. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just like the last time, I, I, I would have to say that, uh, no, I'm not petty at all. No, I'm just, I, I, yeah, I mean, was, we're all. That we're, was a petty response. We're, we're, <laughs> we're all petty, right? I mean, we're all petty. I think. Part of, part of the, uh, the the greatness of each person's pettiness is being able to look at it and then look you right in the face and tell you that I'm not petty. Mm. So. Very <laughs> interesting. Gary, are you petty? I don't know. The only petty thing in my life is Tom, to tell you the truth. I mean, I love Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. Sorry. It, it took a minute for me to, I know. to realize. I know. Speaking right. of beer, pour one out, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm gonna get going a whole different thing. You know, I've had some health issues. Mm. I'm still dealing with some things, but I just treat every day like it's golden. Mm. I maybe have to be old to accept it, but mm-hmm. every day is just a new chance for me to to live my life and maybe do a little, little bit of good for someone. Mm. I mean, I'm, just, I'm blessed to just be here with with, with you guys today. Right. Right. I really am. Well, I haven't uh, known. I, it's not the answer you wanted, but no, that's not no, because you're dancing around the direct <laughs> question. I don't know. I guess that's. I don't know. I guess that's for other people to decide. I don't know. You don't know anybody? No, I don't know. Hmm. Give me your thoughts. Oh, I'm gonna give you a question. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> now we have really one question. This is like the defining question, rather than not if you're petty or not. Now you've been married before, right? Yeah, and okay. still am. All right. Now, okay. Now here's the thing. It may not be after this question. Wedding rings, right? Mm-hmm. Now should a man go dollar for dollar with the wedding with the wedding ring? So if let's say her ring is ten grand, no. What do you mean no? No. What, what, what do you say no? No. What do you mean dollar for dollar? Why? Why go dollar for dollar? Because you don't want a ring that costs just as much as your wife's. No, not necessarily. No. Hmm. If she's buying me a ring, it's something that she thinks that I would like. That's fine. Whatever it costs. Really? Absolutely. Who pays for the rings? 
<laughs> yeah, I think, I, think, I think the light bulb just went off. He's, he's been duped all this time. He's like, wait a minute. No. I'll be honest, I paid for my own rent. I think. Yeah, I did. I think it's supposed to work like that. My wife has two rent. I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, Mr. Campbell. Yes. Uh, quick question. Yes. And this is for you as well. Uh, uh, we're talking about pettiness. Are you, are you petty, sir? Uh, depends on the situation. I try not to be. You try, Unc, what do you think? Is he petty? He's a little petty. He's a little petty. <laughs> 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 you know, you, all, you are on, you know, podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we all, we can all be, but, mm-hmm. you know, you try and live life the best you can. Now have we a, all have a little, all our pet peeves about yes. things. Okay, mm-hmm. now I have a lawyer question for you. Yes. Now, let's say that, hypothetically, I, I buy the ring. And uh, then she says, no. Do I get my ring back? No. Yeah. No? Uncle said, wait, wait, hold on. Yes, yes. Doesn't that go state to state? Yes, you, yes, you, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because that's right. Here, I'm going to lawyer okay. right now. Because, <laughs> yeah, lawyer the single. Because it's a, it's a gift. Normally, it's no, because it would be a gift. But it's a gift in, uh, in acceptance of marriage. So mm. if the marriage doesn't go through, you get your ring back. Mm. Mm. Right. Oh, I'm glad you were in that class that day. Yeah. I, mean, I remember that. That was an old, yes, that was an old, that is that was, it's a bit of a trick question, but it's true, you get the right back. Because usually you wouldn't, but because mm. in that specific scenario, yes. Well, I'm going to be petty and wrap this show up a little bit right now. Um, so definitely thank the people that we had on today. Donald, thank you for coming. Thank you. Gary, thanks for being here. Thanks, Pastor Raglan, don't forget his information as well as Donald's will be on our website, uh, theempowermentperspective.com. Um we got some things coming up July 14th. Woo, we got a big day that day. That's we will so cool. be in the Cumberland Mall at Boscov's. They yes. have a food drive out there. We have a, a live podcast going on out there at 2 p.m. from 2 to 3. So if you're in the Cumberland County area, uh, come out, donate some food um, to a, a great cause. Um, they're actually starting uh, July 1st and uh, continuing through the whole entire month. But we'll be there on the 14th with our live uh, podcast. So come out there, check us out. and. Um, uh, bring some food in. Obviously, the Palmer Perspective will be donating to that cause out there. Uh, we have some people, special guests coming on a radio show um, mm-hmm. uh, at 12 o'clock that day, correct, sir? Yes, sir. Yes. So we have- yeah. We have a that's gonna be a really long day. I have to make sure I get you plenty of water because I don't want your wife <laughs> mad at me. We the uh, guy's ready to go to the hospital and she be like, "Yo, why you give him some water?" I'm like, "I gave him some air." I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's too funny. So we also gonna be um, at the white party down at the aquarium. Um, yes. Tandem. Um, hopefully, we'll get to talk to Big Scott, um, uh, who does promotions and things of that nature. Um, we'll get him on the radio and podcast. So the 14th, we got a lot going on out yes. there. Um, so Stacy, you gonna be able to rock with us? Yeah, I should be. Plenty, plenty of notice. That's what I need. Yeah. Babysitters lined up, and calendar. I'm calendar. Just a calendar. Do you did you fill in your calendar? Yes. Is it paper or is it on? on I have pa- to have one of those books with like extra pages, or I'm forgetting things all the time. Uh, pages. Yeah, you know, it has the month and then it has the week broken down by morning, afternoon. Is it color coded? Yes. This is a lot going on into this this calendar. Uh, does your husband appreciate the fact that you schedule everything? Yeah, because he doesn't have to do anything. He goes to work. Wait a minute, he, he doesn't, doesn't have to do anything? Like He goes to work. Uh-oh. I thought you meant in terms of the, the calendar. He didn't no, have he to doesn't do touch it. the calendar. Oh, I understand that. Well, any last words, sir? Oh, as always, please just be willing to embrace your pettiness. And because it's hot, make sure you drink some water. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Kyle, any party words? 
Make sure you're uh, tuning in. We got some interesting stuff coming up with the uh, NBA free agency, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to talk about next time around. Mm. Well, on behalf of everyone here in the, in the Empowerment Perspective Group and the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're in podcast land, continue to follow us. We are at the empowermentperspective.com. Until next time, stay empowered.